M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details You know, Angela, if this 2020 holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, make it worth the wait with Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks makes the perfect gift for family and friends or to treat yourself all shipped directly to your door. They offer everything you need to bring families together for a delicious holiday feast. Their deluxe grillers assortment package includes a variety of entrees, sides, and desserts. And right now you can get this mouthwatering package plus four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price only available to our listeners. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code VOICES into the search bar. Get a jump on gift shopping with Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's a fantastic gift. Yes, it is. And a safe way to share the joy of the season with Omaha Steaks, guaranteed quality and safety with every order. Order the Deluxe Grillers Assortment Package today and you'll receive four free Omaha Steak Burgers and a free digital meat thermometer when you go to omahasteaks.com and type voices in the search bar. That's omahasteaks.com and type voices in the search bar to shop for the best gourmet gifts of the season. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. 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 He won. Deal with it. Tommy, baby, you got to deal. Oh, I got. Ooh. We got so much. We got. Okay, first Ooh, of all, we have feelings. We got feelings, all kinds of things. But before we get to our feelings, we want to remind you that the sexy liberal virtual tour Thanksgiving edition is the extravaganza this weekend. Woohoo! This Saturday. Yes. Yeah, so go to sexyliberal.com, get your tickets so you can laugh your ass off because there is celebration, there is laughter, there is fun, there is righteousness. There's righteousness. And let me tell you something: when, when during the holidays, when your family's on your damn. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to on just, your nerves through Skype. I'm telling you, you're going to be able to click over and be like, I can laugh for a good long time. And you can see all the shows. There have been five. They've been amazing. They mm-hmm. get better and better. And they are, when I tell you, you... I don't care who you are. You are going to love this show. So I go check it out. You can watch them all at your own leisure. Mm-hmm. If you get your tickets uh, now for Saturday, you can watch with us. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a lobby portion where you, we run into each other in the virtual lobby and, and chat, chit-chat. which is totally fun. Mm-hmm. You do that. And then um, I'm not sure if there are VIP tickets left. Right. But you can you get VIP tickets where you get to really, like, have a conversation with everybody. You know, John saying Hal Sparks, Mama, Chris Lavoy, and even Travis Bone, Bone. the Mooks. Yeah. Um, and then a Sunday we have... Have the hangover brunch yeah and, and that's another like vip opportunity and you know what people do they show up with the cute babies and dogs and oh my cats. gosh it's oh my so god I, you know what awesome. i'm just absolutely thrilled and it's like every 15 time. bucks dude just for this show it is so worth it yes. let me tell you something it is so worth it get your butt on over there so check it out 
Also, we want to remind you that you can go and get a specialized video from Cameo.com from Frangela. Go to Cameo.com, put in Frangela. We can give you a video wishing you a happy birthday, happy yes. anniversary. Anybody is a gift for somebody in your life. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want, a pep talk, maybe uh, whatever it is you can think of. We've told a lot of kids they had to go to sleep. Yes, we have. Um, just stuff like that. Also, we want to thank you, uh, those of you who are Patreon friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as I try to talk myself down from the ensuing panic of of this continued crisis that we're all living through, you are not just the wind beneath our wings and quite literally the money in our checking account. Um, <laughs> but it is the what I always try. That is the thing. When I have these little panic flutters, mm-hmm. I go... Okay, but people are really helping, and you are really, it's going to really be, it, it, it really does. So thank you so, so much for being Patreon um, subscribers and friends. And you know what? And it's not a one-way street. It's you not. get something for being a Patreon you subscriber. Do. You get free. You're not free. You get micro three micro idiots every week, and they're hysterical. That's right. And messages and stuff. It's just a lot of fun, and we want to thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. And we want to remind you, you can always catch us on the third hour of the second Stephanie Miller Show every Friday morning for the... Black Power Hour. Yes. And make sure you go to sexyliberal.com and check out all the podcasts. There. That's right. That's where all the cool kids go. That's where the cool kids go. So, so unfortunately, here we are starting with what I'm sure you're all more than aware of, which is how bad the coronavirus, according to more than one official, is at this moment. We are now calling it a wildfire yes. that's out of our control. United States surpasses 11 million reported cases this week. That was uh, a million. We were at 10 million a week ago. That's right. So that's that's, right. that's a huge exponential jump. And, you know, and, you know, we all know that the, the death toll stands at 246,000 people. It'll be probably by the time it, it's, it's totally conceivable that before before Thanksgiving will be past 250,000 for sure. Philadelphia is announcing new strict rules. New Mexico is going into a two week lockdown. Oh, in fact, in Philadelphia, and I think this is important to say, they are banning indoor gatherings of any size. Well, we're going to get to that. That is that is that is what is restricted. Like that is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Chicago is issuing a new stay at home advisory. North Dakota, which has the highest covid rate in the, the world. mortality rate, mortality the highest rate. covid mortality rate. More people die of covid in North Dakota than anywhere on the planet. They are imposing a new mask mandate. But, you know, we were just talking about, you know, and I'm sure you probably saw the reports of the nurses talking about the fact that people in places like North and South Dakota coming in, dying of COVID, not believing. They have COVID. They have COVID. Laying there on the bed, screaming and cursing at the nurses and doctors and saying, find out what's wrong with me and cursing them out. Yeah. And having them say, we do know what's wrong with COVID. No, it's not. Joe Biden's going to ruin this country. And then they put them on ventilators. And the last thing, that's the last thing that you hear from those people. And then they die. And then the next week, who comes in? But all the family members and friends that they went and hung out with because they didn't believe that this was true. Yeah. So where are we right now? We're in, um, America's in the lack of transition. We are transition-less. That means that we're not even like, you know, Joe Biden is trying But there is literally a wall, a wall that is standing in front of him called the Trump, the Trump administration and the GOP, because he's not doing it by himself. That one woman is not doing it by herself. And she's referring to Emily Murphy, who thank you to Lawrence O'Donnell for going in on Emily Murphy at the top of his show on Monday night uh, this week. Um, she's the head of the General Services Administration, an organization, an, a body that you, we none of us should ever have heard of. Right. Um, but this is, they're the people who, it's an obscure federal agency, that, that they're the ones who sort of, who make sure a transition happens in terms That's of right. like sort of the technical aspects of it, it's, like releasing the funds. Right. So that things can happen. That's and, the, the whole point of that damn office. Well, she hasn't done it because she's under, she's being, and, and, and she's, it, that is not a democracy. One chick who ain't been elected shouldn't get to decide anything. Well, what kills me is when I, you know, hearing people talk about that position, the reason it is not in Trump's hands is that the government decided the president shouldn't be making that decision. So if the president shouldn't be making that decision about who gets where the transition, who decides that whether or not we're in transition, and it should be an automatic issue. Yeah. Why are we here? Because Trump doesn't want to 
not he doesn't want to leave the white house and i don't care why all these discussions every day all day long about is it his pending legal problems is it being broke is it he just likes the who cares he i that his internal motivations mean nothing to me as far as i'm concerned his internal motivations are the same as any single celled creature trying to get stuff for itself it doesn't matter what matters is it shouldn't we need to immediately look at what this period of time should and shouldn't be that's right should you be able to do anything because the problem is it's not just that he doesn't want to give up. And, and, and the Republicans, the ones who have come out and who are saying behind the scenes, off the record to people, we're just, what's the harm in humoring him? And we all know all the it's amazing all harms. It's nothing but harm. But there's, there's physical harms. People are dying. We're willing to, we're, you're telling, and, and also they're lying. The GOP and the Republicans, and I mean all of the Republicans from the smallest, tiniest in Republican on up, are lying to you. They are doing things right now, just nothing that will help you. That's they're right. not passing a COVID stimulus package. They're not making sure that doctors and hospitals have everything they need. They're not, they're, in fact, their Dr. Atlas, the new so-called head of Trump's, you know, advisory COVID team, who is not um qualified in any way is out here tweeting to people they should rise up against governor whitmer in michigan and her trying to keep people in michigan safe from covid by you know putting back in place some restrictions trump has not attended a COVID task force meeting in at least five months you have a president-elect who is asking begging 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 please let me have access to the people who so that we can make sure that there's not a beat missed we don't skip a beat when there is a transition because there are people's lives who are on the line i am in absolute terror angela terror that somebody in this country will have a sick will be sick or have somebody who is sick in their arms in their car and not be able to go into a hospital that's happening now you don't and have, that is happening street. now that's happening now it is happening now and it's when you look i'm watching prisoners deal with that's bodies right. in texas in texas in refrigerated trucks because they've run out of room in their morgues in el paso um it, it it's happening now and so to understand you have to understand that we all need to understand that here's the thing it isn't just trump if it were just trump it couldn't happen. But every day, all around at every level of this government and all through all the cabinets, there are people, individual people, who are making sure that nothing good happens and are, right. make, and are actively trying to screw with us. For example, the same Republican Party who seems to be acting like we're just not doing anything right now. You know what they are doing? They're final, trying to finalize regulations to get rid of SNAP benefits, as usual. That's, that's food for families and children. For children, that is the food benefit for people so they don't die, so babies don't die. For It's food stamps. Yeah. Um, they're trying, they're still trying to trim the enrollment by millions. Trim is such a horrible way to put that. Um, the Trump administration will auction off oil and gas drilling rights in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge in Alaska before Biden takes office. It's just, it's just kicks, kicking people in the fucking nuts. That's right. They're doing the continuing disability reviews. What that means is they're trying to kick disabled people off of getting disability benefits. Yeah. Chad um, Wolf has not yeah. been serving lawfully as the acting secretary of Homeland Security. And he's in his suspension of DACA. The DACA uh, program is invalid, but they still trying to fuck with it. Exactly. Um, here's the thing. They're trying to push through all of these things right now because they think that they, if they can get it through, and if they can do it in certain ways, then they can, they can make it hard to get rid of. So if a rule is pending when a new president takes office, then the administration can halt it, right? Mm-hmm. The new administration. But if the rule has been finalized, undoing it requires either going through the rulemaking process all over again, which can take a very long time, or getting Congress to nullify it, which right. here we are back at why you need to be doing everything you can to help in Georgia yeah. um, and that Senate runoff there. Because- but. It's, and it's also really important to, you know, in that in that group of things, Trump is also expected uh, to order the Pentagon to reduce troop levels to 2,500 in Afghanistan. And, and, and possibly 20- attack Iran. Right. Because here's the thing. I believe he will start try to start a war. He will try to start a conflict. Anything. Anything. To try to stay. He, this is a cornered, desperate man. And for me, every time I hear 
someone sitting here on our side trying to give him some type of quarter or some type of discussion about, oh, well, you know, we're just going to, you know, let him play it out. He's a child. He's a this. No, 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 no. We are the turtle, the tortoise with a scorpion on our back trying to cross, who has asked to be crossed across the lake. And they are going to stab us any second. And they are stabbing us. This is not taking away food benefits during a pandemic and high with massive unemployment. That's killing people. Yep. That's killing kids. Yep. That's, I don't want to hear about the morality of a group of people who are willing to not feed children. Um, And it's absolutely, so that's what, and they are, and by the way, they're still confirming judges. Yep. So that brings us to, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, an email that we got. And and it's not just, I mean, we've, we've received, this is something that's been going on and sort Mm -hmm. of, we've talked about it for several weeks, um, right. if not years. Um, and also um, that we've heard in our private lives from lots of people. Yes. This is from, I'm just going to do the initial CS. It says, uh, hey, Frangela, I'm loving your shows. The laughs are the best things out there right now to get us all through the COVID hell. I 100% agree with you on fuck the GOP, though I have a suggestion. I think it would be good if you can distinguish more between the GOP i.e. Trump, McConnell, Murdoch, and those fuckers, and the public when it comes to talking about Republicans who are deliberately, actively knifing American America in the back. Okay? She says, uh, in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, the Sunni and Shia, Shia, right, um, blame each other for everything instead of the government that is screwing them all over, and now America is the same way. The blame is on the R's at the top. Fuck Trump, fuck Moscow Mitch, Fuck the Koch brothers, the Heritage Foundation, Fox News, and the Daily Caller. Those bastards deserve to rot in hell. There are a lot of single-issue voters out there, though, that and they are clueless. I have some family members like that. They aren't evil people. They're just voting on abortion and nothing else. They've been completely manipulated by the church. When I try to talk to them about health care and the economy, we agree. But they won't move to our side because they think we all hate them. It has been a long game by those assholes taking our money to get them to think this way, and it has worked to my endless frustration. You want me to continue? No, that's enough. That's good. That's good. Um, Let me be exceptionally clear. I feel like I thought we had, but let me be clear. If you believe that the only people responsible for how this, the shape we're in in this country are Trump and the highest ranking Republicans. I think that that is, that's something you need to look at in terms of, is that factually true? Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what Moscow Mitch thinks if he's the only one who votes for it. That's right. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't we- matter what, what, but the, the, he, there's been unilateral, unconditional and unwavering support from every GOP member with the exception of McCain who passed away and and Mitt Romney on occasion. Well, here's so, the deal. Let me be clear. I say at this moment in time, if you call yourself a Republican, as a member of the Republican Party right now today, you are a bad person. Yeah. That is what I think. I think if you want to say you're a conservative, if you want to say you're anti-choice, but don't tell me you're pro-life because you're letting a quarter of a million, you know, a quarter of a million Americans die. Don't tell me you're pro-life when you that's okay with you. But if you want to say you don't believe that people have a right to an abortion, say that but if you're going to tell me that you support this party this party the republican party the gop in 2016 made their platform whatever trump says yeah that is what it means to be a republican today also here's the deal when i am looking at over 70 million people voted for it voted for 250,000 people to die voted for for every awful life tens of thousands of lives through this administration. When I am looking at the fact that we watched George Floyd be killed in the street and people still voted for that. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta say you're, you're, those are people who truck with bad people. If I could point to the proud boys, the Nazis, the Klan, uh, person after person on your side, I'm sorry, your, your Mima, your uncle, they, your cousin, if they're Republican, they both are bad people. They're racist and they're bad people. Let me explain to you, for example, a lot of the complaints that people made 
on election day um, were that they felt that, you know, you're not supposed to wear political paraphernalia into vote, right? So people were calling to complain about people wearing Black Lives Matter shirts and had to be told repeatedly, Black Lives Matter isn't affiliated with a political party. No. But what that reveals to me is very important about what people think. Because what they were saying was that they believe that that was promoting Democrats. What that means is that they don't believe the Republican Party believes that Black Lives Matter. That's right. Which means they're going in to support the group that doesn't believe that my life matters. That's right. So, I mean, don't tell me I'm, that that's not, that it's, you piss on my head and tell me it's raining. I'm not stupid. And on top of it, let's be clear about the reality of the situation today. In I was listening to Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms of Atlanta. And in that, in Atlanta, they have, black people are like 40 some, 43 or so percent, I believe, mm-hmm. of the COVID cases, but over 80% of the deaths. Right. And that's why people don't believe that they have COVID in North Dakota, because it is a brown person's disease. And they ha- it has been set up like that. And we all know it. And so it's for not people because, to believe that. Yeah, it's not a genetic issue. It has nothing to do. Right. There is no real genetic difference. There is one race. It's the human race. We use the word racism. I don't quibble with it because it gets too complicated in conversations. But the reality is there isn't a genetic difference between no. black people and white people that's appreciable at all. That's about that's about the racism of our country. That's about the fact that black people are in those jobs. Are in, we are disproportionately represented in lower wage jobs. We have to deal with the public a lot. We are disproportionately represented in those. We disproportionately don't have access to health insurance or clean water with the environmental racism that like some black kids in Flint have not had clean water in how long? Yeah. Um, so, but on top of that, what you need to understand is that more people were killed in hate crimes, la- hate, hate crimes last year in America than in any year since 1992. 51 people lost their lives. And that's according to the FBI, which by the way, not everybody turns in stats and their stats are highly highly questionable in terms of there is no accountability cops don't have to turn them in and they don't whatever um but according to their statistics there's that's a 112 percent increase over the year before the bulk of the hate crimes like for example the gunman who shot and killed 23 people inside the walmart in el paso texas Mm -hmm. which is as we said right now having this horrible huge surge in covid cases and deaths that attack was targeting latinos um there's been brian levin who's the executive director of the center for the study of hate and extremism at california state university he said quote we've seen a terrible increase in homicides um adding that there seems to be a shift where extremism has become much more of a do-it-yourself operation Lone assailants are being radicalized in a subculture where this kind of directed violence is becoming legitimized by the, the head president. of the party. Yes, the president. the president of the United States. At the end of the day, what we're talking about is the president giving rise and uh, fomenting white nationalism for real. He has done more to drive a wedge between people in this country. And the, Republican, to, yeah. and the Republican Party is right there to back it up. They are not... The, what they hope is that he can become an autocrat, that he can become a dictator, that he one of these suits will happen. That's what they're hoping for. Nobody's sitting back there going, oh, you know what, January 20th. No, they're hoping, hey, maybe he'll pull this out too. They're, absolutely. And we, could, we have example of example after that. But it's really, it, this is really important. You don't have to go to the Sunnis and Shiites. This country ain't never been united. No. You really don't. And that, that to me is a cultural prejudice you need to look at. Because the reality of this country is that it is a race, we are living in a racist country, and this president has legitimized it. And not just in his words and in his tweets, but in their actions. The FBI, he's instructed, they took off, they put Black Lives Matters as a hate group that needs to be watched, but took off all the clan right took off all of the white nationalist groups they are not watching the groups that you are that we all know over and over again are the greatest danger to all of us to our country to our democracy and particularly to black and brown people because we are easily identified that is that is the truth and so i don't I have to tell you, your friends, your family, these people who say they're one issue voters, that's because all those other those issues don't affect them. Nah. That's because they're not a girl who just got raped and is pregnant. That's because they're not a black person. That's because they're not a Jewish person. That's because they have an enormous amount of privilege that they are trying to protect. Don't tell me that these people care about the sanctity of life as they watch hundreds of thousands of people and ultimately I'm scared millions die unnecessarily. And it is it is ridiculous, in my view, to tell me that I need to differentiate when the party doesn't. Right. They, this is their agenda. And exactly. I, I, I need and, to be and, clear and, about and, this because I need to stop hearing this from people. If you can't listen, you can't listen. It's not okay. It's not okay to say I like one part of the Nazi program and not the others. It's not okay. It's not okay. You, Hitler couldn't do anything if people weren't there to do it. That's why they put all the guards on 
trial. Right. And, and, and you know what? And I'm, uh, you know, I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry to, that you're going to have to come to terms with if your family members are Republican, they vote for hate. That's the truth. You don't that get is the to truth. do that. You don't get to parse out my life. Yeah. You and, don't and, get and, and to tell do me, that. What, what, what's really amazing is to tell me that I need to take a step back. And, and you know, because your family, you, you love them. And, you know, that's not possible. Because the person who not made you a, a turkey when you were a child and stuffed it lovingly with dressing couldn't possibly hate Negroes. But they do, and that and hate is do. take. It takes. It's not just a per. Hey, I, we do it as a part of our stand-up show. Whenever you know, we uh, you can hate whoever you want. If that's how you want to spend your day and your time hating people, we say what we say is you can hate in your hate hut. That's your house. It's your hate hut. You can just hate, hate, hate all day long. What you can't do. What's not okay to do is legislate it and take it out into the street. What it's not okay to do is to not give people mortgages or jobs, to uh, say shoot people down who are jogging, to uh, applaud and support police officers who choke someone for nine minutes on camera and don't give a fuck. It's not okay. These people, they don't just, you you can't say I support one part of this platform when they don't have a platform. Their platform is whatever Trump says because they are in fact racist. Go read. Is it the It Was All a Lie is the name of the book? Hmm. I think that it's either It Was All a Lie or It's All a Lie. But it's about this lie that racism hasn't always been a part of the Republican Party's mm-hmm. platform. Um, mm-hmm. And but don't start with me about fucking Lincoln. Okay. That was, we're talking about this century. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, it's, it's just, I, and this needs to be said, and I want to be really clear. That is what you're voting for. It is you cannot be a single issue voter when we're talking about fascists. Yeah. You know what, Angela? What, Francis? The season of giving thanks is upon us. The special day of turkey, family, and football will be here before you know it. That's right. Before gathering with your family to share in your Thanksgiving traditions, however you gather, it's important to allow some extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and even under-eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. Trust us, we do it it all the time. I use it every morning, I swear, before I walk these dogs. The results will last for hours, so you can relax, surrounded by loved ones, knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, and you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday. That's right. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit by PLS. That's B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say code sexy liberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30 day money back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit Biplex, B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say code sexy liberal at checkout. And after that, you know what, Angela, each year you want to find a special gift to give to family and friends, but it can be a challenge to find something unique. That's right. Especially those people that are just just really hard to buy for. You can find something special for them. With bestfamilygifts.com, you can get custom canvas prints for a truly one-of-a-kind gift. Choose one of the beautiful prints from bestfamilygifts.com. Add the names of the special people in your life and bestfamilygifts.com customizes your chosen print. Imagine glorious ocean sunsets, autumnal forests, or classy black and white vistas. See the collection for yourself at bestfamilygifts.com. You can personalize the text of each print with the names of the people you love, including family, friends, or even your pets. So cute. These really are the perfect gifts for family and friends. Anyone can get regular canvas framed artwork, but who can say they have custom artwork specifically personalized just for them? You will be able to go to bestfamilygifts.com to see the entire amazing collection of custom canvas prints for yourself and get a 20% discount on your first order with promo code Stephanie. That's bestfamilygifts.com. Remember to use code Stephanie for 20% off your first order. Bestfamilygifts.com code Stephanie. Do it today. Exactly. Yeah. Cause this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what we were talking about where we're at now and this non-transition transition. Mm-hmm. And and it just feels like, and I'm, Francis, I've been talking about this a lot. 
And I want to say thank you to you people because all of you who listen and who write us because, you know, as we catch up on emails and it's a process, um, it's a journey, not a destination. Um, I keep what I am reminded of is why we do this. Mm -hmm. Right. And truly, 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 my motivation for being in comedy is just to make things a little bit better. Yeah. Just to make people feel a little bit better. That is really seriously. And it's a great feeling when you can do it. And it is. And, and I will say that we've all, we've all been through something really hard. What does your husband says all the time? Every time you say right now is hard. Uh-huh. He's like four years. And, and no, he goes four years, really five years, maybe, maybe. Cause I go, you know, this has been a really bad because I've been depressed. I've been sad after the election. Um, I'm almost, almost like numb. Yeah, literally numb. Like there's nobody in here, and it's it's like oh hey, it's like I can hear echoes, and you know. But I but I I see it all over. People talking about the trauma, people talking about their experience, people literally having PSTD, PSTD, PTSD. Thank you, girl. You had all the right letters. You know, it's 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 all that. Stuff. It's but and this is the thing. I don't know. Like I don't know if any of you watch This Is Us, <laughs> but. If you do it, just restarted. Like, there's been a, the, I've the, I think three episodes, but the f- the first two are one basically. It's the mm-hmm. opener premiere was two hours, and um the main one of the main characters, um if you're not familiar with the show, um he he gives it he answers his sister's so uh question about you know the whole George Floyd situation, and she's based she's white, he's black, and she's like she says she's sorry, and she says all the things that you know we've all heard and something said and he says to her you know what what are you specifically sorry for Mm -hmm. and she just looks confused and then he he actually gives a really good explanation of something i've been trying to say to people which is he says to her you know you know how do i feel about george floyd the way i felt about trayvon martin the way i felt about michael brown the way i felt about sandra bland the way i felt about philandro castile the way i felt about so many other people's names many of whom you may not know or have heard but most of you probably have heard right. quite a few of them um that that this is not he's not the first person he i wish he was going to be the last but he hasn't even been the last in this period of time that we've heard about um and it's always awful and i think that there's a lot of reasons why this why that death why that besides the fact i think besides the fact that nine minutes completely on completely on camera yeah which is huge but and a disregard for hum- humanity. The way that it went down is yeah. just so egregious. But on top of that, it did happen during this pandemic. Yep. And it happened at a moment when I think people had exhausted Netflix for a minute. Mm-hmm. They got some new content again. But remember, there was that. There was a few weeks there where like yep. everything had been watched. We had all watched Tiger King. Yeah, and we were done talking about it. And so that day, and that same day when it first broke, and then it was like Tuesday when they actually, by Tuesday, everybody, pretty much everybody, you've seen the video of George right. Floyd. But on Monday of that week when, when George Floyd was actually killed, that's also the day that Amy Cooper, um, the video of her lying and making two, as it turns out, 911 calls to try to get um, Mr. Cooper, yeah. who's a bird watcher, to try to get him lynched by the police in New York. That happened on that day, too. And so these two things really got... I think more attention than normally right. these kinds of things get. And, um, and people reacted and there's been this amazing movement. And I, and I've been wondering like, why is it? And it makes me very, it does give me hope and it does. And it is amazing to see, you know, like all these white people, especially like I see these little white families, those mm-hmm. little kids are all wearing black lives matters, you know, and wearing well, these things. That's, that is amazing. Well, because it's the very thing that Trump was actually too late. It already happened. Mm-hmm. It happened in the 80s. It happened. It actually happened through us. And I'm going to take, I'm going to, I am going to say thank you, Generation X, because from the 90s on, let me tell you something. Many, many people of color have not stayed um, internalized within our culture. You know, we have, we have, we have spread out over beyond, you know, my parents, you know, then my parents had a ton of white friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and had a t- ton of white co-workers, but it was different. I'm talking really personal friends. And I think that that a lot of people have done that work. Well, and I think economically and sort of culturally speaking, 
Yeah, and and, and, yeah. and and so that Trump couldn't go into the suburbs because when your white child goes to school next door, next to, you know, is it's, it's in, in class next to a black child and a Latino friend and they're friends and they come over for school and no, and, and, and the parents are, are regular and great, right? There's nothing to be afraid of. You don't have to fear me. You don't have to fear my child. And let me tell you something. And in fact, my child is the child that you, you want your child to play with. But, you know, I've had this experience, but this is the thing about the unique thing about ignorance and racism is that and, and, and this happens a lot. So what you become is the special, the exception. Right. What you, I mean, I can tell you one of the first times, one of my earliest memories of the N word um, was a woman, a friend of my woman is we were children. We mm-hmm. were eight. Were we even eight? I think I was seven. Cause I don't think my sister was born yet. So I was probably six or so, I was probably seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and this little girl that I used, played with up until this day, um, she were walking around some black kids drove by in a car and she yelled niggers at them. And I just looked at her I, and I was like, and she, Oh, not you. You're not a nigger. Oh my God. And I went home and told my mom and she was like, really? And, and I, I, now I understand it more, but as a kid and if you're a parent note, you, your kid doesn't know, doesn't understand. So, she met me with a lot of anger because she mm. felt like I was supposed to do something else right, in that moment. Right. But I was like seven. Like I didn't even, I was I, like, I don't what have the, the capacity fuck? lady. Yeah. Like I was I, like, I came I, home and was like, what did she, why would, how am I like, I, I don't want to take this women's studies and African studies class later, Yeah, but I, I can't do it now. Exactly. I was confused by it because I was like, well, if she's racist, why are we hanging out? Like I yeah. couldn't get it, but I knew the word. I knew it was bad. I knew what it meant. All that at seven. Yeah. So it's, and I'd heard it before and I'd been called it before. I'd been called it every weekend actually by my stepbrother and sister's mother. Um, so um, had it screamed at me. Um, nigger bitches, both of us, me and my mom. Um, so it, it's when I look at the situation, I'm like, here's the deal. You know, if you are black, if you're a person of color in this country, you cannot not interact with white people. That's right. There's no way to not do that, whether they be the police um, whether they be any social services, teachers. I didn't, my first black teacher was in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I went to schools that so-called cared about diversity. Yeah. Um, that that was in their first sentence of their mission statement. Um, but if you are white, it is very possible to get through life successful or not successful and never deal in any public or personal way with a person of color. Or most white people you know, at, grow up watching their parents and grandparents and how they treat black people. Or how they don't and, treat, how they don't deal with the issue too. Right, and, and, or, and, or treating us like we are, we are nothing but a service class to and for them. We're, we're other, we're different. But one of the things I had a friend who said to me once, um, a woman I worked with years ago who said, you know, um, my parents were not racist. They didn't raise us to be racist, but they also didn't raise us to be anti-racist. Mm-hmm. And that is the challenge I put out to you. Yeah. My challenge is not being racist yourself is cool and, and it's wonderful and it's important and on all of that. But we all have issues and, I, and things we have to look at. We all we've talked about it on this show, like like our own. I struggle with my own like uh, lack of information and trying to be a much more, you know, open and aware right. individual on all of those issues. I, Ableism know, I, is a big thing, I think. Yeah, I was telling Tom, I was like, it's time for us to be become the new abolitionists yeah because the reality is is that it is time for us to take up this mantle again because time isn't a linear thing it is cyclical and we are back in this cycle we are back in a civil war and for those of you who didn't after looking at that election and those election results if you don't know and aren't aware that you are in a civil war then you are not aware well i would say that's i do believe in dialectics and uh, historical materialism and all that. I that that history is it's cyclical but it's we are on the up like it's all things yes. always get better that is the one I believe the one rule of human history is things get better you know human human humans will only put up with something for so long no matter when there's been evil there have been people who fought to change it and they have changed it so yes we're in another civil war but we got more people on the side of righteousness now Absolutely. than we did in the past and that is true but it also it, it and I get this but I I need to say this, and I've said it before, and we've had these uncomfortable conversations with friends. I'm avoiding one a person right now who's texted us recently because I don't feel like having this conversation again, but I know I'm going to have to, which is like what I was getting to with the This Is Us episode. One of the things he says is, 
you know, look, um, I've always felt bad about this. It always affects me this way. And I just, and then, you know, but we never have these conversations. We never have these conversations with each other because they're hard and uncomfortable. And then the white sister and I've, and I get this says, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm afraid mm-hmm. to say the wrong thing. And he goes and say, and then now what that leaves me with as the black person is now I feel bad. You feel bad. And now That's I, right. now I feel like I have to take care They're of you. your feelings, but nobody ever feels like they have to take care of me. Like there's never a take care of me part of it. There's nope. always the take care of you. That's the point of, of blackness, blackness, and especially black women is to be people's emotional mammies is to be either your magical Negroes or your, or your magical mammies who then you come and you say, please tell me I'm not racist. Show me how I'm or not. It to Racist. Me. Explain and, it but this to me. Thing. Let me be clear. I do want to have those conversations with you. I appreciate you writing us. I appreciated this person writing us and telling us this. We, I disagree with her completely, and I hope that I've made that clear. And I hope that in my anger and my passion, she's also understood that we love and respect you, and we, yeah, and absolutely. we really do respect you and, and love your support. But your support doesn't mean that much to me if it doesn't. If your principles are useless, if they're not, if, if you abandon them when it's a little bit difficult or inconvenient, like and, that, those aren't principles. And, and you, you know, know what? And, and you take care of you. But for as far as me taking care of me, I will not view your Republican family in kind ways. I can't. I don't. It's not it's possible. Dangerous. It's dangerous. Yes. It, you know what? Black people end up dead because of how your people vote. Because of how they act, because of the, of the things that they let go down. I can't tell you how many situations I've been in where, and here's the thing, and I understand this part of it too, how many situations I've been in where something awful racist goes down and I'm the only one to say anything. Now, I understand when I talk to people afterwards, especially if they're people I know, friends of mine, what they say is, well, as a white person, I felt like I shouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like I should let you, that you, uh, that you get interrupted and you need to speak. I'm tired of speaking. And this is the thing that he says um, in uh, This Is Us. I'm tired. We're tired. And I think, and I I'm a, you almost say black people in general. I'm sure there are some who may, aren't going to agree with me, but we're tired. Yep. And what I feel right now in trying to explain this is I'm really, really tired. And I think that we all are, but I am really weary, like slave bone weary. And it has been a long, long, hard life and history. And, and this last, in this last election, although we have won, has, sh- has betrayed so much and shown me so much rather that I I thought we were better off than this. Yeah. You know, I really did, even with all of this. And it's and I'm struggling with that. And I thank you for writing. I want you to ask us those questions. But I also want you to give us just the space to understand that we get tired, too, and it's hard. And it would be really great if we all took more stock of ourselves yeah. and, and did our and try to do more of our own work and, and held us some principles beyond. Yeah. You know, I get it. Thanksgiving's a little uncomfortable. Hey, there are worse things. Yeah. And here's my thing. Look. Look, I get it. Those are your family members. Those are your friends. That's your your tribe, your people. You don't want to give up on them. But and and you are welcome. I in I encourage you. I invite you to do all the things you think will get them to the place or get you yeah, to the place of of being of understanding and communication. But don't fucking ask me to do it. Yeah, I'm 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 just not going to agree with that. Um I don't I, and I feel confident in saying I'm never going to agree with that. No, no. And I, I'll say it one more time. You never hear people say, look, I did, I thought Hitler was wrong. That's right. About his anti-Semitism. And I thought the Holocaust was bad, but I did like his economic policy. You don't hear that, but I did like their stand against abortion that you don't hear that because it's, because it's, it's crazy. Because it's, it's be stupid. a crazy thing to say. And that is who these people are. That is what they've done. There are concentration camps in this country right now now that they voted for <laughs> that the people that you want me to sit here and go and have empathy for because they're not mitch mcconnell they're worse they're the reason mitch mcconnell gets to be mitch mcconnell that's right because he could be mitch mcconnell all day long all day strong if nobody no voted for him and it wouldn't matter that's right so tell me tell me again how i'm, how I'm supposed to feel so that's that's how we feel yeah to be clear because we do get this a lot and 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 if you want to talk about it, you want to talk about strategies, if you want, you know, and people write us about articles or things they could read or ways to get, what is it, what does white feminism mean? You know, what is all that? And that, I, that is all, thank you. We appreciate it. All of that. But where we draw the line is when you want us to rationalize or excuse behavior that is just wrong. Yep. And that I'm, we're just never going to do. That. You know, we used to do that. We, I'm going to tell 
yeah. something. There was a time when we had our radio show, and I'm we're, now we're going on way too long. When we had our radio show, I I had a I took it as a personal point of pride to really make sure that we included as many conservative I, ideas and let people talk talk mm-hmm. their their stuff, and we would argue them back. But but you know I didn't have I didn't have a problem with Republicanism. No. I didn't have a problem with people being conservatives. That is their view and viewpoint. I got a problem today. Well, with Republican means something different now. It's something different. And that's the different. thing I think we're saying is that you got to acknowledge the reality that's of the definition right. of that word. And you may have been a Republican 20 years ago, but if you are today and you're willing to say that out loud, what you understand that there's a percentage of this world that's going to hear, I'm a racist and I'm totally okay with <laughs> with concentration camps. Well, apparently that's, 22% that's... of them. <laughs> so it's it's that is that is what you're saying. If you want to say you're conservative and you're anti-choice, say that. You know, but if you're going to identify with this party, don't expect me to give you the benefit of the doubt on parsing out away from their central party platform. That's right. Which is, in fact, racism. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Come and look at your emails. Thank you, really seriously. I know we, we're, thank you. You know, we're writing us at franchisorated.gmail.com. We might be a little crunchy. I don't know. It's hard, you know, and I think you guys understand we don't lie to you. You know, and we're not perfect. We're not, you know, we make it really clear. Whenever people have corrections, I'm always like, thank you. But it's like, sometimes I'm like, guys, um, if you're coming, please don't let this. And I mean this with all the love for both of us. Do not make this your only source of news. God, no. <laughs> like, do not. Do not do don't that do you. that. Um, and, 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 and disagree with us. I'm going to tell you, I get tons of emails of people saying Dr. Fauci shouldn't quit. People, I don't have a problem with being disagreed with. Let's give each other those arguments. But we're just not going to condone crazy. Yeah. Um, you can write us at franchilla08 yep, at gmail.com. Did you say that? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. And uh, also you can send us idiots at idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, this is from CS. Thank you. Uh, it says, uh, idea for main show. Mm. This is more of a dare. I dare you both to do a full episode as the sexy silvers for Joe and Kamala, a.k.a. Eleanor in Virginia. I know the main show is supposed to be more serious, but sometimes even a podcast should be fun and funny. Thank you for your podcast and being part of the Sexy Liberal Tour, Christina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Eleanor in Virginia. Eleanor is Francis's first name. Yes. And Virginia is my middle name. So those are our older people, our older ladies and our mm-hmm. older ladies. And the sexy silvers are two women who were for uh, Biden and Kamala. And it's a recurring bit characters that we've done through the sexy liberal virtual tour shows. You have to check it out. And if you watch the show this week, they appear again. And it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. What you got, Angela? This is from Terrence in Mississippi. Uh, hi, beautiful ladies. I listen to the podcast every week in addition to listening to you on Stephanie Miller every Friday. Thank you. While I'm happy that Biden and Harris won, I'm disappointed in knowing that as I'm writing this, Trump received 9 million more votes than he did in 2016. Mm-hmm. How can 9 million more people, after seeing what he said and done the last four years, think to themselves they wanted more of this? They did. We don't know. This supposedly includes 17% of black men. Yeah, I question this too. Mm-hmm. I'm a black man and I don't understand. But at the end of the day, we're getting rid of the man who looks more burnt orange than the Texas Longhorns football team. Thank you and God bless Terrence Jackson. Thank Mississippi. you, Thank you, Terrence. I don't... I don't understand either. Mm-hmm. These things happen. And then this is from um, SR. Hello, Franchel. Just finished listening to Micro Idiot number 160. See, if you become a Patreon today, you have a hundred and over 160 micro idiots to catch up on, boo. Exactly. I mean, tell me that's not worth it. There is no stronger testament to what a true friend Francis is than what she did to save Angela from the precipice of danger. (laughs) When Angela started in on ranch dressing, my spidey senses were screaming, Angela, no, you in danger, girl. (laughs) But like the superhero she is, Francis swooped in and saved our heroine from peril. The Mm. ranch dressing cabal is real and as a, and a danger to anyone who crosses them. Don't want, don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Thank you for the joy you've given me in these turbulent times. A fan of the RDR ranch dressing resistance. That is, because of my confusion over why it seems like white people really love ranch dressing you know what we don't ask why we just let it be okay (laughs) i just i mean dipping anything in ranch dressing my toes and now it's time for resistance so we have decided up until this runoff race (laughs) every week our resistance item, <laughs> just to put you, just in case you were wondering, is going to be 
do anything and everything you can to have help Ossoff and Warnock win, win. in the Georgia re- Senate runoff in uh, January 5th. This is scheduled to happen on January 5th. Um, basically, Democrats need to win both seats to split the Senate 50-50, which would, just to tantalize you, that would give Vice President-elect Kamala Harris the tie-breaking vote. Now, I want you to think about the deliciousness. Oh, my God, every the sweet, time. delish, the nectar of watching. And I'm hoping... Of course, I want this to happen, but I would love it if for us, if she came out, VP-elect Harris came out every time she had to break the vote and acted like it was a surprise mm-hmm. every single time. It went, this is what I was telling this friend earlier. She came out and she was like, oh, wait, oh, another tiebreaker. Oh, dear me. Whatever shall I do? What, what was your best argument again for me? Let me hear it. How about you? Why don't you give me a little dance? Show me if you want, how bad you want it. I mean, tell me you wouldn't love it if, t- so... Anyways, we all know if you've learned one thing, even if you, even uh, who the person who wrote to us about their family members, what she talked about those Democrats, the Republicans at the top, Uh we've learned how important it is to control the Senate. Yep. If you haven't learned anything else, you've learned that. So we just want to remind you too, that their campaigns are emphasizing health care, COVID-19 relief, and the Republicans response to the pandemic, all very important issues to the people on the ground living in in every state, but in Georgia, because it is a state on fire. That's right. And they're appearing together. They are campaigning together. So Fair Fight um, is a great uh, action committee, but uh, Act Blue. But my, if you can't do anything else, they can use people to do phone banking. Mm-hmm. But if you just call, if you just call or go online to their campaigns, you can get involved in that way. And you can send, and if you have any money, you can donate, obviously, Money is important. It is hard to get people to second elections, right, yes. to runoffs and stuff. So that's the number one. It's still get out the vote time, and it's really important. And as, we can, as we've seen and we've talked a little bit about, it seems like many Republicans are more than willing to cheat and steal. So yeah. we have to really, really work. And, and I just want to really just r- respond. And I don't know, did we talk about Lindsey Graham earlier? Not, I feel like we might have said it real quickly, did but I don't know if we talked about it. About but, him but go trying ahead and say to it. basically tell the uh, general of uh, the uh, secretary of state in Georgia to throw out legal ballots. And they, you were saying that there was somebody else There's on that phone another woman who call. was on the phone call. It was a Republican um, uh, uh, official there uh, who also was on the phone call and has corroborated that that's how the phone because Lindsey Graham has tried to act like that's I didn't say that it's like yeah you did yeah, you did and also why are you calling it's not your state why are you even calling this person about this like it has not like that alone is a problem but the fact is that he literally was saying he'd like you to get rid of legal votes it's ridiculous. I am Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangelo. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. We want to thank you again and follow us at Frangela Duo. Write to us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. We want to thank our amazing production team, Gail and Laura. We love you. The season of giving thanks is upon us. The special day of turkey, family, football will all be here before you know it. But before gathering with your family in whatever way you do to share your Thanksgiving traditions, it's important to allow some extra time for you. The time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours. I use it every morning. We all use Mm -hmm. it. It is amazing. So you can relax, surrounded by loved ones, knowing that you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, and you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday, okay? You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit Buyplex, that's B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash sexy liberal, or call 800-685-1292 and say code sexy liberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplex.com, that's B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash sexy liberal, or call 800-685-1292 and say code sexy liberal at checkout.